could submit City Pokemon, a podcast about everything Pokemon Go. My name is Edgar. Now, before I start, I just want to give a brief introduction of myself and Pokemon. Well, playing Pokemon. I started, my journey with Pokemon started a long, long time ago. One day when my family was visiting my cousin's family all the way out in Laguna Niguel, I saw him play a game on his Game Boy Color. I didn't know what it was. I just saw him walking a little character around what looked like a city. I asked him, what game is that? He said, Pokemon. I didn't know how much this game would impact my life. I mean, I've been Pokemon. I've known Pokemon almost my whole entire life. He let me play for a while. And it was like one of the best games I've ever played. He saw me having so much fun playing it. He let me have his copy of Pokemon Red version. Alongside, he also gave me Pokemon Blue. I had Pokemon Red and Blue. At the time, I didn't know the significance of it, knowing what would come from those games up to this point today and today in present time. So I went home, I went back home, loaded it up on my Game Boy Advance, and I started I started playing it. But it said continue new games and options. I didn't want to continue where he left off. So I put new game and the rest is history. Now, jump to 2016, Pokemon Go comes out, and it's the most amazing thing ever. You can be a real live Pokemon trainer, go out in the world and explore and catch all the Pokemon that you want. Well, up to Generation 2 currently, but Generation 3 and above will come soon, hopefully. Well, that was a brief introduction of myself. Let's get on to the news. Migrations. The, the 29th Pokemon Go migration has happened. You can go out to your local nest and observe new species that may be appearing. At my local nest, it was Magnemites before the migration happened. This was really helpful for me because I really needed to get, really wanted that gold medal, depot medal badge. Since that's the only one, I mean, I still need the steel one, the dragon tamer, and the uh, ice medals. I still need medals for those three. So I was pretty bummed that the migration ended, but I know it has to happen. My Magnemite nest turned into a Bulbasaur nest. Now, I already have an Ivysaur and Venusaur, so I'm not really going to go out as much to to my local nest because I already have those. But maybe I'll go maybe once in a while just to see if I can find a high IV Bulbasaur. Go check your local nest and see what new species are appearing. Maybe you'll get something crazy. I don't know. Screenshot them and send them to me on Twitter at MidCityPokemon to show me all your new crazy species appearing. The first exclusive raid happened in Japan. A Japanese YouTube channel called GameWith was able to live stream the whole exclusive raid encounter. What we saw from what I saw from the live stream was that it has two hours the same as usual. Well, before, but we'll more on, more on that later. It was two hours. They had two hours to complete the raid. They were able to battle it and defeat it. But one thing I noticed from the live stream was that they only got 12 balls in total. 
on but if you any guys watching mystic 7 he went to the pokemon go stadium event in yokohama japan he got 50 pokeballs so i thought we were gonna get that much i maybe it'll be like a really low cash or maybe like one percent but according to some reports it's a six percent base capture rate which is pretty high considering that right right now raikou suicune and entei have a two percent capture rate so that's something to take into account when Mewtwo eventually gets rolled out to everybody else. They defeated the Mewtwo. They weren't able to capture it, sadly. One thing to note is that on top of raids, usually there looks what appears to be a Rhydon head. But on top of the exclusive raid is a Lugia head. A while ago, people found in the in the code for a metal of what looked like a Lugia head, the same one that's appearing on top of the exclusive raids in Japan and other parts of the world. That was supposed to be the medal for when you battled battled legendary raids. For example, Lugia, Articuno, Moltres, and Zapdos. But as you can tell, they, the medal hasn't been added yet. It's weird that Niantic has it, didn't do that, knowing that Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres, they're legendaries too. Also, today, Pokemon Go Hub is reporting that new locations have been added for exclusive raids. The following locations are reported places where players have been been getting invitations for exclusive raids. In Japan, Tokyo Kinoshiku Park, Tokyo again, Shibuya Hikari, Tokyo Shinagawa, Miyagi Prefecture, Nagano Prefecture, Aichi Ken, and Osaka Prefecture. Sorry if I mispronounce any of those. In the United States, we had the Francis Scott Key Memorial in San Francisco, the San Francisco State University Ying Yan in San Francisco, the Dolores Park in San Francisco, Machado Park in Santa Clara, and Alexander Hamilton. Central Park, New York. Now, if you were one of the lucky people that were able to get these exclusive raid pa- an invitation for the exclusive raids, here are some things you want to take note if you do go and battle the Mewtwo. Mewtwo are three types that Mewtwo is weak to. Bug, Dark, and Ghost. So, you're going to want to use Pokemon that have Bite, Crunch, like Tyranitar and Gyarados. Those are two good options. You're going to want to use your Hound Dooms. You want to use Gengars. Anything with Ghost, Dark, and Bug types. Pinsir is a good option. I have a 98% Pinsir with Bug Bite and Xs, And I've been waiting to use that on a Mewtwo. So, Pokemons that you want to use to go against Mewtwo. Next, let's talk about a, an article that the Sylph Road put out. About changes to the egg pool. Nine Pokemon have been removed from the egg pool. These following Pokemon that I'm going to name. Will no longer be appearing from eggs. Bulbasaur. Charmander. Squirtle. Staryu. Ekans. Goldeen. Magnemite. Vulpix. And Yanma. And that have been added to the egg pool. In the rare category. Chikorita. Syndicool, Totodile, Teddy Ursa, Houndour, 
and Snubble have been added. In the uncommon tier, Meryl, Wooper, Chinchow, Swineup, Natu, Spinarak, and Hopip have been added. The following Pokemon have been changed from 10km eggs to 5km eggs. Chinchow, Mantine, Pineco, and Gly Gligar. Well, that's good news for us because I've been hating hatching 10Ks with those Pokemon. I wanted to find something like a Dratini or a Larvitar better. Also, Pichu has been changed from uncommon to common. This is probably due to the fact to make it easier for people to catch, to hatch, not catch, to hatch shiny Pichu. Because I still haven't hatched a shiny Pichu. Also, Mareep has changed from rare to uncommon. Porygon has changed from super rare to uncommon. Skarmory changed from super rare to rare. Now, I want to go to a segment called Catch of the Week. If you listen to any other Pokemon Go podcasters, they also do Pokemon Catch of the Week. And I just want to do it just for the... I mean, it's fun. For me, this week, my Catch of the Week is a Raikou. I caught this Raikou at CP 1893. That is a 91%. I don't know. I mean, I'll be lucky if I can find anything higher than that. Send me your catches of the week at on Twitter at MidCityPokemon. Well, that's it for, for episode one of MidCityPokemon. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at MidCityPokemon. Also, this will be available on SoundCloud at MidCityPokemon. Also, on you can also follow me on Instagram at MidCityPokemon. Oh, thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next week.